TikTok has basically exploded out of nowhere over the last year to become one of the most downloaded apps in the world. It's a place where videos can go viral in minutes and new influencers, they're being discovered every single day. I just downloaded the app on my phone and my kids have been helping me make fun videos. But, you know, as business owners and entrepreneurs, how are we supposed to use this platform to market? If you're going to be spending your time on social media, you want it to be effective and ultimately lead to customers and clients. It's not just an app that kids are hanging out on. It is actually an app that hosts one of the best discoverabilities for your business and brand. You know, overnight success is just a myth, but with an app like TikTok, exposure to your next client is closer than you think. So in this episode, I sat down with Jade. She's an 18 year old CEO of multiple brands and she breaks down what's working right now on TikTok and how you and I as business owners can leverage this emerging platform to grow our business and our brand in 2020 and beyond. Welcome to the Think Marketing Show, the number one podcast for growing and scaling your business with online video. I'm your host, Heather Torres. And I'm Sean Cannell, and we're from Think Media. And if this is your first time listening, we are fired up, you're here. This show is dedicated to helping you learn how to get your content noticed and the latest money-making strategies that are working right now online. So whether you wanna grow your YouTube channel or you're ready to maximize video across all of social media, then this podcast is for you. Well, thanks, Jade, for being on the Think Marketing Podcast today. How are you? I'm doing so good, Heather. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, I I, I think for me, I'm most excited to interview you because you in your uh, business career have so much experience shoved into such a short amount of time. <laughs> and I'm just really excited to bring you to the Think Marketing Podcast community and to grow with video live this year. So are you ready to jump into some questions, Jade? Oh my gosh, jump right in. I'm, I'm ready to jump into this um, pool of, wa- what am I saying? I'm ready to go. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Okay. So uh, Jade, you are a young uh, entrepreneur. So walk me through, how did you get here? Like, how did you get to where you are right now in business? Good question, man. When I was nine years old, that's where my journey started. I did not, actually, I did have a lemonade stand. So Gary Vaynerchuk, I am trying to copy your brand and really just take over the world. But long story short, my real start came from making doll videos on YouTube. So before YouTube was like SEO driven and all the fun algorithm stuff, I was a kid making doll videos. You can literally search me. It's like Kitty Films 8 on YouTube. I had like a few videos go like to at the time, it was a lot of views. It was like 100,000 views, which now, like, videos go for, like, millions of views. But that was still a lot at my time. And I remember that's when I got started, just making videos for fun. Um, I remember my real, like, business start came after, like, 10 or 11 years old. I started to realize I could sell dolls for money because I was, like, just, you know, wanting to get some coin. And I used my YouTube to market my dolls. So I made films to market my eBay listing of these kind of vintage dolls. So when I was, like, around... 12 or 11, I would say I'm just entering fifth grade. (laughs) And I was having my little e-commerce store, my little (laughs) YouTube channel. And most importantly, I was able to generate, I think $5,000 a month through my little stores. So it's been a really fun journey. And then I think after that, I did stop. Like I I stopped business just to be a kid for a little bit, then came right back at 16. I'm currently 18 years old and I do similar things. I make YouTube videos. I also have a few businesses about social media. and that's what I've been working on today. 
I love it. That's just amazing how, you know, even as a young entrepreneur, you you caught vision of what video could do, right? And how mm-hmm. marketing on video could really impact a business. And I love that you started selling dolls. I think it's amazing when we start something uh, that we don't really go into for the purpose of making money, right? Isn't it great when you can just start something that you're just passionate about and then it, you move into understanding, oh, I can monetize this and really understanding how video works and how you could grab an audience that is interested in what you're selling. Exactly. Like when you're out of pure passion, you have more patience with it and you don't put expectations because it's art. And that's how you become literally successful. People kill themselves really early just because they have high expectations too early on. Yeah. And you are running multiple businesses right now. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love your passion for all the businesses that you're doing. And are you're using video marketing for those businesses? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love that. So um, there, social media, right? You know, we've got Instagram, Twitter, uh, we've got TikTok, we've got YouTube, we have Facebook, all these social media platforms. Um, from your perspective, what are some of the shifts that you're seeing in marketing happening right now as it pertains to video and getting customers through social platforms? Great question. I really think the biggest shift has to be shorter attention spans, which means you can no longer post videos with cool SEO and cool titles and thumbnails. You genuinely need to be a good storyteller. I, you can see this in two ways. I see this validated in TikTok. People have shorter attention spans. You're literally think, you're, think 15 seconds. You're not even thinking 10 minute YouTube videos anymore, right? So you can see consumers have shorter attention spans. They want fun, bite-sized bite pieces of stories. Um, and the second thing I, I really think is YouTube's algorithm and I, I really do believe this is, is primarily, you know, watch time and making sure people stay as long as possible. Same with Instagram even. But I really think that you can no longer just leverage strategy. You just have to be a good storyteller. And storytelling comes from um, knowing how to create a problem solution and making it a build, you know, character development. There's like, it's weird because I'm in, so I'm in like the educational business, similar to you guys on the YouTube. But like even in education, you need to be a good speaker. You can't just rely on SEO. You literally just can't. Um, so I really do think now entertainment, being funny, being a personality is crucial. Like it's, it's so much like is as important as having strategy. And I really do think as that shift happens, you're going to see people, if you don't do that, you're going to suffer. People have shorter attention spans, right? And if you don't keep up with that, uh, they're going to forget. Yeah, I, I completely agree. We're seeing that happening here on YouTube. We're seeing that happening even on Instagram, you know, with the with stories and even on Facebook with stories. And you're right, being able to tell a story within a short amount of time is critical. That like those communication skills are everything, right? I I, I I'm so blown away by what you've been able to accomplish um, by using you know, using short form video um, as it pertains to TikTok. And I want to talk about that. So as there are emerging platforms like TikTok coming on the scene, how do business owners start to use that? I know you're using TikTok right now to grow your business. And so what are you seeing? Give, give me some of the, the pieces of TikTok and how you can actually attract customers uh, to your business. So TikTok is honestly weird. Like I am, I know I'm, I'm 18, so I'm at the age where I should fully understand it. I still don't fully understand it. Um, and the reason why I say that is just because there's a little bit of um, misconception. TikTok is actually the worst platform probably right now, at least, to convert people. It's the worst. Like, if you look at the platform, do you have TikTok, Heather? Do you I TikTok? do have TikTok, yes. Yes? Okay. Like, you can see there's literally no, you know, an Instagram bio you can, or like a YouTube description box. You can add the link to your website or whatever. 
TikTok has zero capabilities to link, aka drive traffic. Um, even if you look at their bio page on TikTok, there's no like, you can put like an Instagram bio link, but that's it. You can't drive people to a site. So do not think TikTok as in conversions. What people really use it for is awareness and multiple touch points. So I really recommend if a business, um, I'll give my brand for example. So I run a company called Eat Like. We're a food box where you can eat like your favorite celebrity. And we partner with athletes, influencers to create these food boxes. So we did a video campaign. It was just a little 15 second um, little like video of the food box and me trying the snacks. It's super short. Um, I added a trendy song. So the song was key to help push it to algorithm. It got, I think, like 50,000 views. And in the comments, people are like, what is this box? Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? I, I want to know more. And I link them to my site. So as you can see, it's it's more for brand awareness, like, you know, to measure exact conversions right now. The platform is not built for that. So you really have to think about awareness, touch points, and just educating people about your product um, using music, which I can go more into, um, but using those trendy songs to really just get your, your brand out off the ground. Yeah, I love that. Let's go deeper into that because that is a big piece of how TikTok works, right? It's like uh, viral music. It doesn't even necessarily have to be music that's on the radio. It is, it's original songs. It's pieces of snippets of songs that people are using to be creative around that. Let's go deeper into that. Um, <laughs> well, like to be very honest, like TikTok is just a bunch of people who are like thirst traps, which basically, <laughs> which basically means like, people who want attention um for very shallow needs so like you look at like um i, I don't know how pg how pg is this podcast heather pg it's pg, PG. it's, fam- <laughs> okay. it's family so- friendly jade we're family friendly around here <laughs> okay that's why i asked we can make it tasteful um yes. if you scroll on tiktok for five minutes you're gonna get the idea um most of the popular creators are maybe more provocative and a bit more, um, let's just say edgy. <laughs> um, so you're going to see that the reason why I brought it up is because you, uh, TikTok is just solely um, meme culture. So they make fun of very edgy topics and edgy songs. So really the music, you're right, has nothing to do with popular trends on the radio. It's about like, can I make it funny? Can I make it relevant? Can I make it edgy? Um, so you're going to see, like, I would say, if anyone's taking notes, it's like the two main formats of like how to pick a good song. I would say the first one is for the sole reason of people right now. It's like TikTok dancing is huge. You can look at Charlie D'Amelio, who's an actual dancer, but you can look at other creators like Selena Killa. She's a friend of mine. I did an interview with her. She's not a dancer, like specifically, but she's able to make songs fun. I think there's something that's lighthearted and entertaining. So in reality, if you're trying to find a trendy song, just go on those larger pages and you can literally pick those creators that are dancing to it. And you're, you're more than likely going to pick a song that's like literally not on the radio, but like trending on TikTok, which is sometimes controlling the music industry at this point. The second form of music I've seen is lyrics. So I've seen like people do memes where that's like the song and then there's a lyric. For example, if the song is Baby by Justin Bieber and you're just trying to make a funny reference to like, I don't know, your baby crying. And then you like do a lip sync part of you saying baby to the part so it's it's so there's two ways it's one's lip syncing one's dancing there's literally that's the only thing you need to know like tiktok's pretty like um it's short it's simple it's entertaining and if you pick songs for those two reasons i'm sure you're gonna you're gonna get more um chances to be on the for you page the for you page is the trending tab on tiktok 
Yes, I love, uh, thank you for that. I, I like that you described the two different ways because as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we like to complicate this, right? We like to look at these platforms and say, okay, what's the algorithm? How do I beat this? What are, you know, and really, you really, you, you said two really key things. You said, go on larger pages and see what's already working. I do that on YouTube, we do that on Instagram. The reason you wanna do that is because that allows you to see, like they've already put the work in. They're already the ones doing that full time. So mm -hmm. might as well go and see what's trending on their pages. And second, just have fun. I love how you said that this is really just something to do, lip syncing, dancing. This is to bring awareness to your brand and your business. It's not necessarily to get a customer and convert right on the platform. It's to do things like build no like, and trust with your audience. Um, Totally. Like if you go on TikTok to do a webinar, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> You're it's in no not, luck. You're yeah, in no luck. It's not the platform for that. But yeah. we have a lot of business owners who are not on the platform yet. So yeah. let's talk about how they get started. You're brand new to TikTok. You open an account. You do your username. Give us three power tips that people need to use when they're getting started. The first one that you said to me before we started this interview was to be authentic. Let's talk about that. So I really do think when I say be authentic, it's it's really just, so it's really weird. I, I had this one, um, I would say this personality on TikTok where I try food. So you're going to see like a whole different personality um, on TikTok. And it's weird because I, I did it as a joke, but people in the comments were like, Jade, like this is not you. <laughs> I was like, what? So I'm like, how did you guys know? So I really do think as simple as it sounds, like you do not want to overthink TikTok. And I really do think if your natural passion is, um, you know, coffee, stick to coffee content, make funny Starbucks references. If your natural inclination is about e-commerce and talking about business then stay in that lane, like do not, do not do, if you are not a dancer, do not try to make yourself into a Charlie D'Amelio. Um, just because people on TikTok, um, at least the demographic, a majority of it you're looking at is like, Mm, I would say like, you know, starting like teenager, but like it's getting older as well. So they have a little bit more of a inclination to smell out like, you know, BS or things that are not authentic to you. So really just um, make content that's you, not because it's trendy. I think it goes back to like when I did YouTube for fun when I was like nine years old, making doll videos, like do it out of passion. Um, and if you don't have a passion, TikTok has like really cool explore page features. So they have like food Fashion, have you seen that? It's like I have, yeah. It's, you go to the, yeah, it's the Explorer page. Um, that's how I went through it with my daughter just to see what type of content I should be creating because I am not a dancer, I am not a singer, <laughs> but I want to be sharing my personality on the platform. Yeah. So I went to that page and that's how I saw the different types of, exactly. um, it's almost like these communities around those different hashtags and trends and things like that. I think it's so fun because Instagram is primarily, you know, picture. So their Explore page is less, I would say, I mean, personable. That's great. Like I, for the first time when my explore page wasn't bombarded with Charlie D'Amelio dancing, uh, it was food content. It was stuff that I like was researching upon. So great start. Start with that. Find a category you like. You're gonna like literally just spend ten minutes on TikTok. You're gonna understand how it works. It's very like you know you watch a few videos of food. You get it. It's like with the text, the image, the music. It's very simple. Yeah, and I love that um, the TikTok algorithm really starts to pick up on what type of content you like to see because now I'll go on my TikTok and it's like all the same type of content that I like and every now and then they'll throw in kind of a random one and I just scroll past that one but it's starting to really understand what I um, what my interests are based on the different types of content I'm either posting or the type of content that I'm consuming. You know what's so unique? I just talked to a friend about this. Um, she's again like one of the top creators on TikTok 
we were talking about this and she's saying like jade tiktok think about it is the only platform that actually has immersive full screen videos they're literally feeding you one video at a time name another platform like that is one like full vertical immersive piece of content one at a time so it's like really weird because like you have literally no choice unless you're on the explore page which i occasionally do you're mostly on the for you page and they're literally spoon feeding you content because their algorithm is that good so just imagine that engagement and, and immersiveness of that because there's no other platform like it you know on youtube you have like a few videos listed on tiktok you just literally have one at a time yeah I love that. And and so the first tip was be authentic. The second one is to do a lot of testing. Let's talk about that. How many times should you be posting? What type of content should you be posting? Tell me about testing. Mm. Honestly, I really do think, and like I hope like um, the government's not listening to me when I say this, but I really do think TikTok is categorizing me as like Starbucks hacks girl. <laughs> like order labeling. I, I really do believe like in the algorithm they do that. So they're probably labeling me as a food channel because when I do other TikToks, it's not doing as well. But in the beginning, when I was like just new, um, I really do think that it's super important to post at least three times a day. Like it sounds a lot because, you know, on YouTube, you're like once a week, right? Uh, but TikTok three times a day. Uh, beyond that, it's a little bit too aggressive. But at the start, you know, you're getting you're going to experiment with maybe the food video, the music, the dancing and just see which one works. And, and like literally what I would do is do that for like a week then like like a week later look at the data see which is the most viral piece of content you're gonna have like if you do the math that's 21 pieces of content in a week and you can see which one's the number one and you can start to niche down like i said but before that don't even think about niching down just try to diversify and make a ton of content yeah and i like how you said you didn't make three pieces of content and then look at your you know numbers you have to start it like on any platform you have to be making constant or consistent content to be able to actually see what's working, what's resonating with your audience. And tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but the audience you have on TikTok may not be the exact audience that you have on YouTube or Instagram, but you are growing within a different audience segment. Is that correct? Yeah, but like, here's the thing. So I definitely have a new identity on TikTok. Like, <laughs> like people on there, they know me for not Jade the business girl, but Jade the Starbucks girl. But long story short, what's really unique is you have to understand, like, at the end of the day, these are humans. Maybe they know you as like this one place or just a different demographic. But what's super important is like once they know your name, your brand, what your product is, they're going to talk about it to your friends. And then they'll look you up again on other socials. So you have to be inclined that like, at the end of the day, once you are, like marketing is all repetitive. So once you're up on the For You page, you're consistent. You know, these are people that can maybe buy your product in the future. Maybe not right now, they're younger. And a lot of people like keep saying like TikTok is like not my niche. But like in like about five years, they're gonna about to be your number one demographic with purchasing power. So mm -hmm. just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's forward thinking in your business, not thinking about what you're doing now, but it's mm -hmm. really thinking about what you're doing to um, plant yourself in the future. I love that. So tip number one, be authentic on TikTok. Don't be fake, be real. Tip number two, post a lot, do A-B testing, see what works, and then go deeper in what's working. And then number three, which to me is like the number one of anything in business, which is take care of your fans that are on TikTok. Talk about different ways that you can do that on the platform. It's pretty simple, like replying to comments. I remember when like the eat like box, I did like the video for the TikTok. Like, you know, people were asking, where'd you get the box? It would be really bad of me if I just didn't reply. I replied. You know what's super cool too? TikTok literally 
highlights and I think it encourages people to reply. If you reply to a comment, I don't know if you noticed, but it says like replied by the creator. Like they literally put badges. And if you understand anything about software development, like you have to think about this. Like TikTok spent millions of dollars just to put that little like button that says you reply to a comment. Um, so you can just see like the platform will love you if you do that. The second thing is I do this. Okay, this is one of my secrets. I'm only going to give it to Think Media Podcast, okay? So here it is. You need to like make your audience like a part of the story. So mm-hmm. I do this thing where I do part one, part two, part three. And I'm not talking about that like in a YouTube video where you're like, part one is like all about this topic. And then part two is going to be about another one. Like, no, I'm talking about like you want to leave them on a cliffhanger. Mm. So like what I would always do is especially um, on my TikToks when I'm like trying new stuff. Like I, I'm quite popular for trying Chipotle out. So instead of being like, you know, I could just try it out on camera. I said, hey guys, like this video part, part, part two. The audience likes it and they're commenting with me like, oh my God, I'm so excited. You should try this. So like what happens is the narrative is building up with the audience. And that's one of my, it's been working really well because TikTok is, you know, indoor, uh, will promote stuff that has more likes and stuff. So you really get to do two things at once, kill two birds with one stone. Um, and you get people part of the narrative and that's true engagement. Yeah. And building any type of fan loyalty is always uh, becomes platform agnostic. Like the reason that Viners were able to make it on YouTube is because they built a fan base, right? The reason that YouTubers are able to make it on other platforms is because they're building actual equity with their fans and turning a fan into a customer takes time. It's not going to happen overnight, but you're going deeper and deeper with your audience on TikTok. And that is in turn going to allow for you to grow on other platforms, grow your business, grow your software. And when you promote something new, they're all in, right? Because you've given them some personal attention. Yeah. One thing to add to that, one piece of statistic, you're going to be mind blown when you hear this. I just got this word that apparently 60% of TikTok users, like people who download TikTok, that is their only social media. Wow. Which basically means like they don't have like kids that are maybe like, I'm talking like under 13, but like they don't have Instagram. They don't even have YouTube. TikTok is their only media. If you're not there for the new generation, in five, 10 years, your product will be obsolete. So I really do think like that piece of data was like super like mind boggling to me. Yeah, wow, that is, that's just making me think about what we're doing here at Think Media, what we're doing on the Think Marketing Podcast and how we can reach that next generation um, with the tools that they're gonna need, right? They're the next generation of creators. They're the next generation of entrepreneurs. And while we love serving the audience that we have here on YouTube and on the podcast, Really, it's about who's going to be your customer in the future. So that is, those are some really awesome tips that you gave us right there, Jade. And this is just the beginning, right? We have Grow With Video Live coming in September. You're gonna be there speaking all about YouTube and about Instagram and about TikTok and how you've been able to uh, amass over 10 million views on YouTube and Instagram. That's mind blowing. I'm so excited to hear more about what that process looked like for you. Um, But Jade, where can people find you if they wanna connect with you before we? We go to growth video live you guys uh there's two things you guys can reach me on my instagram it's Wangza. i know my last name's long but hopefully heather you got it in the show notes yes of course um and you guys i've been really obsessed with just like again engagement so you can find me on tiktok but you guys can also text my phone number it's 626-317-6863 um hopefully it's in the show notes too but text me anytime it's my personal cell where we can chat i send broadcasts about marketing um and if you want to know more about tiktok uh, i would also follow me there for sure <laughs> 
Wow, that was some great TikTok information from Jade. Yeah, man, I love Jade so much. I mean, really inspiring, everything that she's doing. And I just think, man, at 18, I was not running businesses and like able to communicate and doing all this stuff. I mean, she's super inspiring. But even more than that, I think it's cool to keep a pulse on these trending platforms. You know, of course, TikTok is brand new and kind of vulnerable. Like we don't know where it's going to go. But even as Jade has said, we've had some people in our video ranking academy that have taken action on TikTok. They've seen some posts blowing up, going viral, but it's led to awareness back to their YouTube channel, which is much more of a solid ground pillar place of content. And so I'm so pumped uh, about what we just learned from Jade and that she's coming to grow a video live 2020 as one of our speakers. Yeah, I can't wait for Growth Video Live. It's happening in September. And if you want to see some of the current deals and specials we have right now for the Think Marketing community, you can go to growwithvideolive.com. And also remember, we are action takers here at the Think Marketing Podcast. And so take a moment to write down a next step. Maybe it was inspired by this episode directly, or maybe you're just being reminded right now, man, I got to shoot that video. I got to press record. I got to plan those videos out. I need to work on that business development opportunity, whatever it is, what gets scheduled gets done and plan on paper. So write down your next action step. Yeah. And while you're doing that, we want to shout out one of the Think Marketing listeners. You left a review on the podcast. And so Hugh, we want to say thank you for your review. And here's what he said. He says, as a filmmaker, I really love listening to the topics on this podcast. I know I'm a I know I'm good at video production, but I've always struggled with the more business-minded side of everything. It's so needed to have that healthy balance of being a creative creator, but also being able to communicate and operate in the business world. Thanks guys, keep it up. Well, thanks Hugh for leaving that review. And if you would like to leave a review and be spotlighted here on the Think Marketing Podcast, you can do that on Apple iTunes and we would love to read your review next week. Absolutely. And remember, we're giving away two tickets to grow a video live, picking out one of the reviews, why we've been launching the Think Marketing Show. It's been fun, right? And we are just getting started. So if you want to learn how you can win two tickets to grow a video live here in Las Vegas, just go to thinkmarketingshow.com. Yeah, and we are so grateful for you being a part of the Think Marketing community. And we would love for you to see us every single week. You can do that by subscribing on YouTube if you're watching us, or you can subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.